Hello! Quick note before we start the episode, I want to say this is this was originally uploaded to our Patreon as early release. Um, whatever this is, I will say it later when the actual episode starts. But um, if you would like to see the rest of the episodes way before they come out publicly, you can subscribe to our Patreon. They're, they're available to all tiers. Um, there's two more to come. So far there have been two that have come out. Uh, please enjoy! Hello everyone, and welcome back to Records of the Undercity, a new three-part limited interview series that I'm doing exclusively for Patreon. In uh, this episode, I am speaking with one of my players, Dylan. Hi, Dylan. Hi! Good to hear from you, and that is still such a good name for this little interview series. I'm excited. It is. We came up with it in like a point two seconds, and uh, we were like, "Well, job done." We totally <laughs> didn't take it from anywhere else. No, we definitely <laughs> didn't name our original Discord server that. No. Uh, yes, as uh, most of you probably know, Dylan made the music for the show—the wonderful, very good, in my opinion, music. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> And that is what we're here to chat about. We're going to talk about the process of how he made it and other stuff. So, let's go back to over a year ago when we were starting the podcast. When we the, po- the idea came up. Tell me, like, at what point did you, like, know you wanted to make music for the show? I think we were talking about it and right away I was like, oh, I really want to write the theme if mm-hmm. we end up doing it because... I think it's good for your podcast to have a little intro theme to just get people into the same mindset every every time they listen to it. Yeah. And I enjoy every most podcasts that have that. There are some themes that annoy me, but you know. Uh, <laughs> name, sub, name. No, I'm kidding. No, no. I'm just subtweeting. Don't worry. Right, right. Um, but you'll tell me later, of course. Of course. <laughs> And then I also have a pretty strong background in music. I've done a lot of band and a good amount of music theory and composition classes. So I know my way around music. And when we came up for the idea, I was immediately like, ooh, I really want to write the music. So yeah. And what were like the very, very beginning steps, stages of it, of writing the mm-hmm. theme for Saprophyte Season 1? Which is also just the main theme of the Echoes of the Undercity yes, in general. Yes, yes. I'll get to that. Um, yeah. So when we initially started talking about just maybe doing it, I am imme- I was immediately thinking about it. So I started looking on YouTube for things that were like, what makes music unsettling? What makes things creepy in soundscapes? And I was also just, at the time I had a guitar in my room. I don't have that guitar in my room anymore, so I can't uh, show you the original inspiration for the theme. But essentially guitars have frets and that at the end of the fretboard there's a cutoff and then those go to pins that you can use to tune the instrument Mm -hmm. and there's like a tiny tiny amount of string between the end of the fretboard and the things you use to tune it and i was messing around and plucking the strings way up there 
And that's how I got the notes for the theme, actually. And so those were the really, really high notes. And then the low notes were something I played on a bass I own. And yeah, the reason I kind of ended up in that spot with it was just, I realized in my research, I found that really high notes and really low notes without much of the in-between of that audio range um, really is good at making things unsettling. Do you have your bass with you right now? No, I, in case you don't know, I'm in college. Um, and so every time I move to a new place, it's a toss up of what instruments I end up bringing with me. So yeah, fair, fair. What do you have with you right now? Um, I have my flute and my clarinet. Oh God. So you can't give us a taste then. (laughs) I can't give you a taste of the bass, but, um, with the encore theme, I did use the flute in that, so I can pull that okay. out and play it. Well, we'll get to that. Yes. So let's go back to the sacrifice theme. So obviously, you know, drafts are a thing. But um, were the earlier drafts, how different were they to the final version? That's a good question. I think that the first draft was pretty rough, and it was mostly just, like, notes and messing with different kinds of sounds and instruments in the audio Mm -hmm. the digital audio workshop that i use um that's called a daw so i'm gonna call it a daw from now on anyway i essentially just started with the notes and then once i got really comfortable with how it sounded overall and tempo and the rhythm i came back and i was like i started micromanaging and so i was like how can i get this to sound sharper and then at some point i was like whoa that's a little too much where do I draw the line and make it like still pleasant to listen to or at least manageable? And then it, there was a lot of little tinkering that happens that a lot of people don't realize goes on. But if you want it to sound just right, you really have to mess with that. And so that's where a lot of the time went, actually. The tinker at what? The tinkering what? So, exactly. Yeah, so that's a good question. What I was messing with was a bunch of different filters that you can put on the audios. So each instrument has its own track, and I was putting filters over it to make it sound just different in some ways. Mm -hmm. For example, I could filter out different frequencies um, in the range of the note to make it sound more, I guess tinny if you increase the high range and then... Do you have any of these early drafts still? I think I may. I can also just take those filters off and show what it sounded like originally. Because, Ooh, yeah. Please send those, yeah. Okay, I will. I think I, I think what I'll do in post is add sort of in the back whatever part of the song we're talking about. Or we could have like a little break Snippets. where it plays. The other consideration I had while making it was I want it to be complex enough because I don't want to deal us a shorthand for our first theme, 
But I also mm-hmm. want it to be simple enough that I can reuse the major parts of it, which I did for the Enclave. Yes, so. which is very cool. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I remember the only part about the process was um, my involvement. <laughs> Where um, I did feel... I did... <sighs> Hello, Future Joe here. Just a quick note. I'm about to say that I sped up the theme for the rest of this episode. I didn't. I slowed down the first part and then I sped up the bassy parts. So, yes, um, that is all. <laughs> Back to the show! I sped up just the beginning part. No, I had... Honestly, at this point, I can't even remember anymore But what I did. But I sped up the beginning part and then left the last, like, bass part as it was. And then I was like, I felt so bad. I was like, this is Dylan's creative baby. I'm messing with it. <laughs> but it's... <laughs> but it was fine, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, the other thing that I was considering was like, hey, this is a project with other people and I'm not editing audio. So, like... Mm-hmm. I need, I knew I needed to have a little flexibility when it came to that, and mm-hmm. if the intro's too long, did you mind it, up. it at all though? Oh no, I okay. expected things like that. That's not okay. that big yeah. of a change in my mind. It wasn't really about it being too long. It was just I felt like it fit better if it was faster. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, and my favorite part is matching up the beginning of the bass. With, like, right after you say welcome to Echoes of the Undercity. I mm. loved doing that every time. Yeah, um, that's very and nice. Then I do a sort of a similar match-up thing with Encore, but again, we'll get to Encore later. <laughs> so I wasn't there for the process, so I don't, you know, have the perfect questions. Do you want to sort of... Is there anything that you want to t- talk about to want to mention etc i don't know that there's anything directly related to the music but i know at the time i was very interested in how caves are a horror element in many things um fiction and mm-hmm. obviously the heart is all about that because it's all in a cave so yeah it was kind of in my mind that i wanted it to sound a little bit like cave sounds like almost like clinking of crystals hitting each other and then Mm -hmm. the deep sound being something you don't recognize in the caves that's kind of how i conceptualized it as i was making it that's kind of where my creative vision started so anything else you think you could talk about about sacrifice or should we move on to encore i can't think of anything but martina asks uh how did you come up with the heartbeat sounds in the sacrifice theme we asked the cast if they had any questions. Yes. I'm not entirely sure what she means by this, but I'm guessing she's hearing, like, the warbling in the bass. When the bass is in the mix, it has this very strange warbling sound because of the frequencies I chose. Right. That, yeah. And so... I never thought of that as heartbeat sounds. Yeah, never. neither did I, but um, I like it like that. Uh... I think I remember my thought process on this, and I put them slightly out of tune so that you would have that very unsettling feeling of like, oh, something's just not quite right. And it also just, it's very interesting musically, which I can also talk about. When two things are out of tune, they have a frequency by which they are out of tune, and then you can hear other notes from that difference. 
So like when you add that those two frequencies together, you might hear a high note way above it, which is very, very interesting to me. And so I was messing around with that too. Okay. I think it's very interesting that she interpreted it as a heartbeat because I didn't think of it as that at all. So... Let's now move on to the encore theme, which is personally my favorite. <laughs> Understandably. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe biased, I don't know. But I remember the first time I heard it, it really was, it was like, oh my god, this is perfect. Aww. This is everything I could have wanted. I'm glad you like it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I specifically, like, I really love at the end how there's, like, the repeating re- repetition and it there's there's so such a like f- creepy feeling about it mm-hmm. specifically the way it's done and again i mentioned this earlier but i love matching that up with the ending of the warnings because then it's like it starts repeating usually i try to sometimes it doesn't work because every warning is a different length but right uh usually i try to match it up so that the repetition starts you you notice the repetition right as the warning ends and i don't know I, uh, it's says really small but i really like uh if whenever it works yes. well sometimes it works very well and it's very satisfying i remember episode one it worked i remember really that well. it was great <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's also very interesting because in the encore episodes i'm talking over my own music which is wild to me but it's very fun double cameo i, know. I know it's it's pretty cool <laughs> So, what was your inspiration? Let's go through the basics. What's your inspiration for the encore theme? Well, when I was starting to think about it, I was like, okay, obviously fucked up circus vibes, you know? Yeah. Because that's the whole point of encore. Um, So I was like, looking around at sound packs online, um, which is, for those not in the know, it's essentially different instruments you can add to the DAWs to get a bunch of different kinds of sounds. Um, And I was just looking for, like, a bunch of different sounds that were either distorted because they were really old recordings, and then I was also trying to look for, like, brass sounds because brass is very classic and, like, circus-themed music. That and really high woodwinds. So, again, that's kind of getting back to, like, where you put the sound in your hearing range is you want something really high and you want something low. Um, so I tried to focus on the flute you hear in the main theme for the really hard high part. And then I found this really weird and old, creepy sound pack of old brass instruments online. And that was only $30. So I ended up getting that and then using it in our theme. We should have compensated you for that with a Patreon money. (laughs) I'll just compensate myself. It's fine. (laughs) Right. Yeah. 
as our accountant. I'll I'll try and find the artist for that, and uh, I'll put we'll record a quick note to give them a shout out at the end. Okay. I don't know if they'll ever see this, but I'll put the note right here. Boom. Future Joey here once again, and the creator of this pack is Pure Magnetic on Ableton.com, and of course the link will be in the description of this post. There it is. Cool. Uh, <laughs> so that's where I started, was again just gathering the sounds I wanted to hear. And then I am a very wind-oriented... Basically, I am oriented towards pitched instruments. So that's very much where I started for this one, too. I started mm-hmm. with messing around with things that might sound good on that brass, because I knew I wanted to add something new. And it was the brass. And then I was thinking, okay, I'll try and keep something in the low end to keep that same theme of the low bass, too. I was also messing around on my flute, which I can get out right now. And I came up with something to play along with it that used all the same notes of the Saprophyte theme. Oh, okay. I'm gonna go get that right now. Excuse me, Joe. Okay. I need to listen to the theme again to remember the notes. (laughs) Welcome, welcome. Thank you for joining us. We have a great show planned for you tonight. So beware. Oh, I love that. I love that. I can do it better, I swear. (laughs) No, no, I believe you, don't worry. Yeah, so you get the gist. I'm not playing it perfectly, but... No, that's fine, that's fine. That felt so cool. It was like a a little live concert. Yeah, and oh, and... surreal. (laughs) Fun fact about the flute I'm playing this on... It is a 50-year-old flute. 50 years old? Yes, it was made in the 70s. Oh my god, the 70s were 50 years ago? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Great, great reminder of the passage of time for everyone. So, so vintage sound, I guess. Yeah, yeah, fully. So, I kept... A pretty clean flute sound. I didn't put it through too many filters other than to reduce background noise from my space. And then I did put it through one filter, though, and it shifted the flute playing up by a major third, and it played it at the exact same time. And so you can hear it's doubled in the recording. You can hear the lower part and the upper part. And that also gives a very creepy vibe, because as you go through each note of what I'm playing... It doesn't really fit into any scale that Western ears are used to, at least. So Mm -hmm. to most people, they'll hear it and go, oh, that doesn't sound quite right. Which is, again, my goal. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. Not quite right is a very good uh, summary of the vibe that I try to go for Mm -hmm. with Encore. Uh, There's something off here. Something's not right, but like... We can live with it being not right for a little while, we hope. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and then the other thing is the whole audio track has some distortion. 
And that is all very much on purpose to, again, make it sound like a record that's broken and distorted. And then at the end, it just goes through some weird change. And that's why you hear that very, very strange tone of the instrument at the end. It sounds like almost like a laser. And that's because I essentially just held the note to a point where the sample I was using got really messed up. And then on top of that, I added a bunch of reverb. So it just went on for too long on small parts of a note it really shouldn't have focused on. So I'll ask the same question again. Um, How different were the earlier drafts? The earlier drafts for this one were a lot more sparse. It was a similar process, it just didn't sound all the way done. That's kind of how a lot of music making goes. It doesn't sound like you've borne any fruit until almost the end. And so I had started with essentially the... Um, MIDI tracks, which is the electronic instruments, and that's where I started. Then I recorded the flute, I added in the bass, I added the percussion in the background, which is how you get a sense of any time of the music I wrote. Otherwise, you wouldn't really hear it, because it does it kind of blends together. And I kept the same time signature that I did in... No, yeah, I did. I kept the same time signature I kept in the Saprophyte theme, which is another holdover. I remember when I got the theme, and uh, I specifically, I think I requested some sort of repetition uh, from you when when you were starting the process. Yeah. Because again, you got to make it shorter or longer depending on how long the warning uh, track is, mm-hmm. the warning audio is. And you did have some repetition, but when I was trying to sort of again for uh, it it sort of plays the same melody with some differences of course a couple of times over and you know i can make that shorter by let's say cutting out the middle part or something mm-hmm. like one of those repetitions um so you, it was sounding a little hacky though the way i was doing it because again i was just sort of cutting it and then in an editing thing and mm-hmm. with the just the mp3 file so you, you you heard and you were like just i can just i have the whole thing right here yeah <laughs> i can just change it as you want me to half of it fa- half of it is looping anyway i can just change it yeah yeah <laughs> that's the so yeah that's the other thing is we had a similar process at the end where you came in and you were like uh editor brain this won't work exactly how it is <laughs> So Yeah. And yeah, again, you made it perfect. Now it's like all I need to do is just sort of just barely anything, really. And mm-hmm. and then it, and it's done. I'm glad I can make it your was... job a little bit easier. I know I don't <laughs> always do that in recording, but... <laughs> oh, it's fine. Thank you. Also, I remember episode... I mean, I, was, I try to do it every episode, but, you know, sometimes you don't do it perfectly, but... Um, episode one, we did really well where the audio, the, the, the warning, the, the, the speaking comes in at, at this sort of weird point where it's like, it's not symmetrical, like it's not like to the beat, it's like right before or right after, I don't know, I, I just really liked that as well. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? I don't remember that. I'll go back and listen to it. No, because we were we were doing. Oh, this right, together. right. I do remember that. It came in at a weird spot, and then we made a very small change, and then it came in almost perfectly. Right? Not like actually perfectly, but perfectly sounding. Right, to us. right. And, yeah, 
And it's, it's no one's gonna know what the fuck we're talking about, to be honest. But I don't know. To us, it's nice. yeah. To nice. two people who listen to audio and critique it very closely, it's it's very interesting <laughs> very to us. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's actually interesting. I didn't think about it that way. Like two people who listen to audio and critique it very closely, but different kinds of audio. Yes. Yeah. I don't yeah. listen to voices that often. And I don't listen to music, like, ever. At least, you listen to it, but just not as closely. Not as critically, I not at all, do, no. though. <laughs> With my cheap-ass $2 earphones. <laughs> <laughs> at any point, have you thought about, like, any other themes you can do? Like, at any point, have you had inspiration for something else you can do for the show? Occasionally, and they're kind of sitting in the back of my mind, uh... It also always depends on what our next thing with the show is going to be. Yeah, 100%. Because I have ideas, but it might be like, oh, well, that's going to sit on the back burner indefinitely unless someone makes this very specific campaign I'm thinking of. We did um, consider for like half a second, I think, doing themes for bonus episodes, or at least one theme for all bonus episodes. Uh, did you ever have any, like, half an idea of, like, what that could sound like? Whew, not really. The other thing was the Saprophyte theme kind of is already the base theme. Yeah, so, the main theme for everything Yeah, else. so that that's... I, I thought about it, and I was like, I I like the encore, the Saprophyte theme enough to just let it be the theme yeah. for everything. No, 100%, yeah. And that's what we do. And it, it works really well, especially um, for the bloopers. It's really nice the way I do it because, uh, you know, at first my f- initial thought with the bloopers was I would just sort of add like a film scratching, you know, that sound. Right, like, right. Or whatever, I don't know. Because mm-hmm. um, that's sort of what you do, you know? Yeah, you make a sharp <laughs> transition then, so people know it, you're not listening to the same bit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Because uh, it's audio and it's hard to tell sometimes. Uh, but then I really thought it was perfect because it's like there's literally just sounds. There's It's literally just mm-hmm. sharp beats. And um, mm-hmm. I don't know, I thought it was cool. It's it's convenient, <laughs> for sure. Very convenient. I guess I think that's probably it, right? Yeah, I can't think of much else to talk about. If y'all have questions for me on the Patreon, I can just type them out wherever we yeah. post this and i will answer them uh yeah, for sure <laughs> i can type out a quick response yeah and uh thank you for listening to this as always you can check out our twitter or instagram you're already on our patreon and if you're on our patreon you're probably on the discord and to make sure to check out rowan rook and rowan rook and deckard the creators of heart and go check out dylan stuff hey check me out i'm cool (laughs) check dylan out (laughs) do you post music anywhere uh not really or something i don't have a soundcloud or anything i need to get into making music more but i also have like a job so uh (laughs) you know that interferes with things (laughs) right uh, well, I guess then just, like, theoretically check Dylan out in your own Woo. house. Yeah. Woo. If I if I ever put some music things up, I'm sure you all will be more than willing to post about it wherever. So. <laughs> right. Yes. Um, anyway, thank you for listening, and see you next time. This has been Records of the Undercity. Thank you. Bye. Bye.